Hola, mi gente. Today's episode of Locked on Women's Basketball is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your vehicle will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked on sent you. Locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hola, mi gente. Mi gente, mi gente, mi gente of WNBA Twitter and beyond. Because this is Locked on Women's Basketball. Yeah, we cover the WNBA, but we cover all of women's basketball. I'm your host, your Tuesday, Thursday host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. You can follow me at elindsay08. And ooh! I have a scrumptious show for you. I teased this a little bit. I thought I was going to get into it on Tuesday, but I'm glad I can give you more or less the full dose today. I am going to give you a little sneak peek behind uh, what some people on WNBA Twitter came to, you know, you might've seen it on, on Twitter. Of course you might've seen it on social media. A few of us were in my home city of New York. Speaking of New York, I'm recording with my window open. Now I live on a pretty busy street, but the other city sounds I'm going to let rock today because I'm getting a nice breeze from a window and I'm going to rock with that. It's not too humid. There's a nice breeze. The sun is out. My plant is getting some air, some sun. So we're going to do that. So you might hear some city sounds that you don't usually hear. Anyway, back to WNBA Twitter. Um, What are we going on? A week? A week ago? Two weeks ago? I guess it was about a week ago because, oof, the news about uh, the findings from the inquiry on Governor Cuomo had just come out as I was leaving the hotel. Um, Anyway, Oof, that's a whole nother, maybe I should get a politics podcast or at least be a guest. I have thoughts. You, you get enough of that on the show. Anyway, um, we came together. We were brought together, WNBA Twitter, for a very special reason. Um, and can't tell you exactly all of the deets. Um, but you saw that we were together. I took everyone to Joe's. We went to the one on 14th Street. It's not the original, but it's just as good, and it was conveniently located to us. Uh, we went to Joe's Pizza. I had to tell him what a one-in-one is, for those who don't know. And I feel like this is also like an old-school New York, like grew-up-in-New-York type thing. But a one-in-one, at least how I order it, is one regular slice. No, not cheese. Regular. 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 All right? It's a regular slice, not a cheese slice. I'm just saying. One regular slice, one Sicilian slice. That's a one and one. You know, like a seven and seven. Seven, like seven up is basically extinct now, but it's a, yeah, it's a thing. A one and one. So if you come to New York, you go to Joe's, get you a one and one. I would order it with all, you know, maybe a cream soda, possibly a root beer, depending on how I'm feeling. That's what you do. We went to Joe's. We went to a few places in the vicinity to get some adult beverages. You'll hear at the end of this show 
that we were getting ready to go to dinner with a WNBA legend. I will tell you this because there's a, a younger version of myself that is geeking out over the fact that I had dinner with Cheryl Swoops. Had dinner with Cheryl Swoops, hanging out, ate dinner, then we had drinks, whatever. <laughs> we were hanging out in New York City. It was a good time, great conversation. Of course, we were talking basketball. We were talking about the disrespect that women's basketball has received over the years. We were spilling tea and we were plotting and planning. So once we can announce officially why we were together, you'll see that production. Then expect the dominoes to fall after that in a good way. The, we, we put in work. Okay, um, so what you're going to hear is the Volver podcast hosted by Justine Brown. Go check it out. So Volver has a podcast. Justine is the host and she got us together. We were gathered for a WNBA Twitter roundtable podcast on. Um, I guess it's saying I'm looking at the date here. August 5th, so yeah, about a week ago or so. Um, so Vol uh, Volver has already put up their edit. Uh, Justine was gracious enough to share this audio with a bunch of us who also do podcasting. So this is the auntie edit of the Volver podcast. I'm going to link that for you in the description, make sure you give Volver love, make sure you give Justine Brown love. I'll make sure her handle is also in the show notes. We had a good time. We had a great conversation. Everything from what does it mean to be an MVP? I talked about Chicago. I gave all of the love to Vicki Johnson. You'll hear me talk about that. And then there's a special cameo. <laughs> by Ari Chambers that you're not going to want to miss at the end. So here we go. I'm going to play this, and then I'll come back toward the end of the show to let you know what to expect next week on Locked on Women's Basketball. I'm really excited. I just listened to a new audiobook, and I can't wait to tell y'all all about it. But here is the Volver WNBA Twitter Roundtable. What is up, you guys? This is a big day. This is a special day. Welcome to the Vulver WNBA show. Today, convened here in New York City with me for a very secret special mission are some of the names and faces of WNBA Twitter, and we are doing a special WNBA roundtable to talk about some things. I don't know if we're going to spill tea. I don't know if we're going to pick our MVPs. We, we don't know what we're going to do. But we're going to start with introducing everybody. As you know, I'm your host, Justine Brown. Um, I'm going to pass the mic to Tarika. But before I do that, I'm Justine. And I think the most likely to get banned from WNBA Twitter is Tarika. Tarika, passing it to you. <laughs> okay. Hi, everyone. It is your girl, Tarika Foster-Brasby, producer of the Around the Rim podcast. And I think the person most likely to start a revolution on Twitter is Erica Ayala. 
Yes. Okay. I was like, yeah, that better be me. Um, my name is Erica Ayala. I am the host of Locked On Women's Basketball. It's good. It's good, sis. We good. I am one of the hosts of Locked On Women's Basketball. Um, I am a tourist. I am from New... No, we're not doing that. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, and the most likely to be banned from Twitter, like in this room or of, of all of WNBA Twitter? Okay, so if we're selecting most likely to be banned from Twitter from this particular circle at this particular moment, I'm going to go with me. I I feel good about that, you know, because, uh, you know, if, if y'all can't handle the heat, I don't know what to tell you. However, I would like to offer this as far as all of hashtag WNBA Twitter, uh, at Get This Dance, Michael. It might be you, fam. It might be you. I'm going to pass the mic. <laughs> uh, what's up, you guys? This is your favorite sports culturalist, women's sports culturalist, Jasmine Baker, a.k.a. We Got Game 2. I'm hanging out with my girls in New York City and having a blast. Um, it's so funny. I used to think I'd get kicked off of Twitter, but now, oh, there's so many. Um... <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to go with Michael, too. Uh, fam, you wildin'. You, <laughs> you are wildin'. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, like, we get the Sarah, South Carolina faithful. Yup, man. Uh, I know Don loves y'all, but some of y'all are going to get kicked off Twitter before the uh, season even starts. So, that's my take, and I appreciate <laughs> I, I appreciate the, uh, the smoke y'all bring. All right, folks, I know we're bringing the heat on today's episode of Locked on Women's Basketball, and it is brought to you in part by Sweat Block. It is doctor created, doctor recommended, and it works for up to seven days per use. Dry shirt guaranteed. If Sweat Block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It is featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by firefighters, and you know they know a little bit about the funk. Bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years, and it is manufactured right here in the U.S. of A. You can wear whatever you want, and you don't have to worry about it. Sweatblock will fight the funk. It gives you that extra confidence to raise your hands high to make a point in a meeting or during a presentation. Is that just me? I'm a, I use my hands, even right now. My hands, my hands are going all the time. Uh, and this is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag. Again, whether it's a big presentation, going on a hot date, everyone can benefit. So if you're like me and you sweat a lot, sweat block might be something that you want to check out. So get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com using promo code LOCKEDON or at Amazon and CVS. Everybody sweats, but it, that doesn't mean everyone has to know that you're sweating it. We are going to talk about rockauto.com, my favorite family-owned business that has been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. We're at a point now where you can buy so many things online, and why not get the specific parts that you need for your vehicle online? It's impossible for a brick-and-mortar store to serve every single auto customer. You've got hybrid cars, you've got the Whatever Tesla does, although you're probably not a person that's going to shop online for parts if you drive a Tesla, 
generally speaking. The point is, there are so many updates. There's so many little doodads and doohickeys that come in cars now that it's hard to keep up. But that's why rockauto.com has you covered. So we want you to head over to the website now. You can find everything you need, brake parts, tail lamps, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com, use your laptop, use your tablet, use your smartphone. If you type locked on in their how did you hear about us box, that's how they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Man, at this point, the only wings I want to talk about are chicken. Um, I just don't, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. I have a question for the group. How do y'all feel about um, Vicky Johnson and her <laughs> and her first season so far? Because I'm on the I'm on the fence about this. I I don't know uh, as far as like I don't know how many Wings games I've actually watched, but I know that I got off the Vicky Johnson train as soon as she stood on that podium and talked about Alicia Gray like that. I was like, that's not what you do. A good coach does not address their player in a press conference. You talk to your player in your office in your practice, and so uh, I'm gonna have a hard time rocking with her. Yeah, I have a different take on this. Have y'all ever heard Bill Lambeer in a press conference? Okay, well, I'm just saying, have y'all ever heard Gino Ariema? He still talks about Sue Bird, I'm pretty sure, and how trash, you know, his early players are and how he rides them. So that's number one. I don't, I don't want to hold those comments to a standard that are not held for other basketball uh, coaches. Excuse me. Are they? Okay, you're right. I, know, I, get what, I get what you're saying. Go ahead. Are no, they? I get what you're saying. Gino, Gino would have said the same thing and harsher, and it would have been all right. Um, so there's that. The second thing is, I honestly didn't have a problem with what she said. Now, if you disagree with her assessment, that's one thing. But there is a difference. I had, was speaking to Kelsey Plum uh, in particular about the difference between playing 3x3 and playing 5-on-5. Five there is a difference. I think there is a reason that we see Steph Dolson crushing it in 3x3 and Sister Girl be getting in all kinds of foul trouble when it's five players on the court. There's a difference. Now, whether you want to say that her shot was off, and, you know, I, I have not seen enough Dallas games and the in and out when, uh, when Gray was there to be able to fully assess that, but I didn't think that her comments warranted all the blowback that she was getting. Another thing is that this Dallas team, now the Dallas franchise and the Dallas team, we got to separate. Let's just, just yes. to be clear. Yeah. Um, but the Dallas team is an intriguing one to me because this is a Dallas team that similarly to other Dallas teams of years past, they have elements there to be a true contender. When you and when Dallas was here in New York and they went down to the wire and I knew it was going to be a good game between those two teams because they have talent, but they are immature. Mm -hmm. They're young. They're the two youngest teams and learning to finish games is the Achilles heel for Dallas. And you know what? Vicky knows that. And Vicky tells the press that Vicky tells her players that. Her players tell the press that Vicky is telling them that. So I don't get the sense that anyone in Dallas is doesn't know what's happening and where they stand and what they need to do. They have the elements there. They need to learn how to close out games. They need to learn then to manage games throughout. 
So that's my thoughts on Vicky. I, again, I'm not going to, I ride for Vicky because she deserves the respect because she's a, a WNBA veteran. She's a New York Liberty legend. And you know what? I don't like how it went down with San Antonio. And I have to put that into context with other women in the WNBA who struggled in their first season as a head coach. And it's not the same bounce back. They don't get the benefit of the doubt. And so I can't, all of that factors into how I feel about Vicki Johnson. But I don't, I wasn't about to get on her for the comments. I think she knows what has to get done in Dallas. I think her players know what needs to get done in Dallas. And I will assess her on if they get it done. I just want to add one thing. Um, put my girl Izzy Harrison in the starting lineup. That's my petition. I'm going to pass it to. Part is I don't much disagree with anything that Erica just said, right? And it really bothers me because I think for the last couple of seasons we have said Dallas is a piece away. Dallas is a, a game away, you know? And so for it to be what this is Arike's third season now, you know, she just won um, all-star MVP, which wouldn't say most in most years, but considering this wasn't a typical all-star game, nor was it a typical all-star performance. Um, I think that it does say something and, and it's hard to put it on coaching when you are a first, you know, year head coach at this particular organization. But I do think that there has to be a level of growth within the players and a level of maturity within the players that they have to want it and have to really act like they want it because it's it is concerning a bit where every year we're saying Dallas can be an eight seed Dallas can be a seven seed when we saw Dallas play the aces which by the way was the most watched game on the ABC ESPN network since 2012 they they are fun to watch. They're a team that you will enjoy, and they are a team who knows they can compete with the best. We were just and will come and will come and snatch it from you, right? Uh, okay, and you better respect it, and you better respect it, and that's the that's the type of command that she that's the type of vibe she commands on the court. Like you will respect my shot. You will respect that I'm the I'm the PG. I'm running this. You know what I mean? And so. I just think that, you know, again, I agree with everything that Erica just said. And I just, you know, will add on to that by saying it has to at this point. And I know that's very cliche. Oh, everybody says it has to come with, with from within. But it literally does. Because we just saw Alicia Gray ball out. <laughs> Shout out to your gold medal. Again, we talk about Arike. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not like we don't know these players have the talent. So when we say Dallas is a talented team, we're not making that up. They have it. Just do it. <laughs> you know how they say it at Nike. Okay. Um, I, everything I think was covered uh, as far as I'm, I'm rocking with Chicago. Erica covered Chicago for me. Erica said what I always have to say, but I sound biased. So I'm like, that's right. I didn't pay her to say that. She, she, I didn't pay her to say that. I'm rocking. I'm rocking with them. I like that squad. I'd love to see, like, take Candace out of the equation. Some of those people are on there. I'd love to see Slutty get there. I'd love to say some people who who've been putting in the time and putting in the work that's been a lot unrecognized for a lot of their career. So I'm rocking with them too. Um, did, Jasmine, did you want to add anything else about Dallas? 
All right. So we talked about our teams, our favorites, whatever we talked about. I don't know if we're saying our favorites, but favorites to win. I want to talk a little bit of these top performers this season, MVP candidates, surprise performances, maybe even from some. I mean, I would say Tina Charles, for one, had some down years and suddenly is back to a top three player in the league right now. Top three score, top five score. I don't know where she's at exactly. John Quell Jones, whose game needs more needs more love. John Quell needs more spotlight. Um, you know, they recently were saying how KD admires her game because the way she plays. And, yeah, her game is fun to watch. I think she's one we should talk about. I would love to talk about Asia Wilson because, once again, we're seeing the MVP run it back, and she's running it back right now at the Olympics. Um, I'm going to pass it to Tarika. She's got something to say. Something to say? No. Uh, <laughs> well, it's only a podcast. <laughs> no, I I am on board with those that you named, and what I find interesting in this conversation is we kind of you know barely discussed before we recorded this pod um, was just. It's interesting when you think of MVP candidates, right? Like some of us have our own criteria when we think of what makes an MVP. Is it the person that is most valuable to their team specifically? Is it the person that has stood above and beyond other players in the league, like league wide? You know, is it a person where, you know, you even have those qualifications of if I were to take this player off this team, would this team be any good? So everyone has like their own general idea of what they determine to be their MVP. And I think the problem that comes with that is that you can probably find an MVP on every team, right? Because this league is just so good and you can probably pick one person off every team. And I don't mean MVP like league wide, but that's kind of where like I come from when I pick the, the, when I set my criteria of who is performing above and beyond league wide versus who is doing more for their team. Cause I just think that there's, so many different people who are doing some amazing things for their team. You look at Tina Charles and you think if Washington is not an eight seed and say Washington is a four seed or three seed, Tina is definitely leading the conversation for MVP. Um, you, We talk about John Cole Jones, who absolutely should be in this conversation. And then that goes to the criteria, in my opinion, of if you take this person off the team, how well do they perform? Well, we saw that. John Quill missed a few games due to European team obligations and Connecticut didn't perform at their best um and then you think of you know who has completely changed the game I think of Benijah Laney Benijah went from most improved player to absolutely an MVP team and I think when we talk about Erica mentioning earlier that the Liberty is kind of overachieving that's one of the reason why because of her performance then there's Asia Asia is Asia, right? Like, what doesn't she do well? And and now outside of, you know, she's consistent. You can expect the same kind of performance, the same kind of play from Asia, game in, game out. And it doesn't matter in what realm she's playing because we're seeing her do this in the Olympics. Like, it, you're a rookie. You're This is your debut. And where people talk about pressure and how difficult it is to perform at this level with this many eyes on you, Asia comes out here dropping 20. Then she comes out here dropping 19. She's like, I do this, right? So there's just so many different caliber of players that we can place in this MVP conversation. And I think it's difficult even still with us being halfway through the season to decide who is that number one? And we haven't even mentioned Seattle, right? In terms of there's Stewie, there's Jewel. Like we haven't even mentioned, you know, the the amount of um, 
just the you know amount of stellar performances that we've just kind of seen across the top teams in this league and I don't know if we're going to be able to select a true MVP until probably near the end of the season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action we know that baseball is in full swing National Hockey League is wrapping up free agency, getting ready for training camp. You've got the NFL, NBA, uh, you know, we just got off of the Olympics. You can find UFC, MMA, all kinds of stuff on Bet Online, And it's the place that you want to go before the next pitch. You can use your mobile device, your laptop, your tablet, whatever you got, and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest informations for your favorite teams, your favorite leagues, or just some things that you want to dabble in. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as baseball teams prepare for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website right now and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKED ON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I mean, that's just kind of how I'm seeing it, how I'm feeling it. What about you guys? I think there's a lot that you hit on, so I just want to build upon that. I think it's I, – I rebuke those who say J.J. can't be an MVP candidate because she missed too many games. Goodbye. You're tired. I rebuke those who say that Tina Charles can't be an MVP because she's playing for a team that is barely in the playoffs. Let me – riddle me this. Okay, if you put Tina Charles on the Seattle Storm and she's putting up the same numbers that she put she's putting up for Washington, if her numbers are the best in the league, thus therefore ergo henceforth, they would be the best on any WNBA team that she played on. And you want to tell me she's not an MVP candidate? Goodbye. You're weak. You're tired. I can't. That being said. If you mix together everything that I believe people believe the MVP to be, best player, best team, er, not auntie style, but okay, that's what some people say. Okay, most valuable to their individual team, check that box, Asia Wilson. Most valuable to the WNBA, check that box, Asia Wilson. Come on, come on, come on. Here we go. What are we talking about? What are we even, what is the argument? What are we talking about? In my opinion, Tina, if you look at the full package in the way that you look at it for Asia, Tina's going to get demerits for things that a basketball player shouldn't be getting demerits for. Because as I can attest to, Tina ain't always, you know, she's not warm with the media always. Not always. But that is not it's a part of her job, but it's not a part of the criteria for MVP, in my personal opinion. Does it make it easier to vote for someone when they're like, oh, wow, that's such a, that's a great question. Yeah, of course it does. But you know what? I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm a vote for Tina if I get a chance, because Tina is balling out. And I also have residual feelings from when Tina Charles did not win MVP in 2016. Comes out. Now we know. No, like, stop. Listen, like, I like people who know me know I will say this until kingdom come. I felt Tina got slighted in 2016. NECA had a great season, but how are you the best player in the entire league week after week after week, month after month after month, and then all of a sudden you're not good enough to win MVP? I just don't understand that. I don't understand that. Um, To expand on what those queens just said. 
Uh, Asia Wilson could do no wrong in my eyes. Um, since last season, uh, I've been saying she's that chick. Uh, Don Staley and her program have shined through this Olympics. I'm happy for that. Give us this freaking signature shoe, Nike. I know that <laughs> I know that those are your people, but y'all are gonna hear me out about this. <laughs> I need the shoe. I don't want anybody else to shoe until we get that age, that Air Asia. Okay, that's that. That's what I'm asking for. Oh my gosh, that was. Listen, I'm going to tell Nike now, the smoke you don't want is from the AKAs if Asia don't get that sneaker. Y'all thought I was bad. <laughs> facts, facts. So I'm looking forward to, I know what Asia's doing for the culture. I, she's been, even since last season when somebody asked me uh, who I thought was MVP of last season, I said Asia Wilson before she was just going off and like a lot of people said stewie well, we have a guest coming in. oh guest lord oh, we have a guest that just walked through the door ladies and gentlemen boys and girls of wnba jasmine hold that thought i'm sorry somebody knocked on the door and you know there's no rules around here welcoming to the building the one the only Ari Ari! Pew, 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 pew! Pew, 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 No, I think, honestly, I just want to make. Pew, 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 pew. It's all I got, Jesse. <laughs> it's Ari. What is up, my people? Have no idea. What, what are we talking about? I love that. I love a plug. <laughs> Hashtag Tiger's Mom. <laughs> Do you know that he's at the, I already told you, he's at the doggy daycare, cuddling with people who aren't me, and I'm not happy about it. So as we're gathered together as WNBA Twitter, my dog is enjoying cuddles from other people. It's like, it'd be your own dog. Like, where's the, it, where's the loyalty? I'm very upset. So that's where I am right now as I join this panel. Here's the thing. Ari's booked and busy, so please forgive her lack of energy. And if we can't tell you why we're here and why we are gathered here today, but just know that she has every right to be tired, and you'll find out why later. And she's on this plane and that plane, that plane, and she's another member of the Rona crew now. Just kidding. It's a jokes. These are jokes. These are jokes. These are jokes. Um, we are gonna, we honestly, okay, so we're starving also. Uh, we have good info. Jasmine, did you want to put a button on anything? No. I'll put a button on it for us. That's, that's MVP conversation I liked. I think Benaj is one who I left off the initial conversation. And I want to say that, like, evolving her game is dope. Like, Benaja, I read an article, I can't remember who's, I'm sorry, where she talked about that she actually had in her head that she wasn't a three-point shooter because teams told her until one day she's like, yes, I am, and now you see this person who's a freaking shooter, a bucket, and a leader, a leader. Uh, as we have all said, Asia Wilson can do no wrong. I did like the point you made about the media thing. Um, sometimes I do tend to feel... Once again, maybe this is a little bias. Maybe somebody I know doesn't play the game as much either. That if you don't play the game, you don't get the votes. And I think that's BS. And then lastly, MVP. I think like what we said, it's like, is it most valuable player because you're on the best team? I do think it warrants if your team is winning and you're at the top of the stats. Yeah, yeah, you get it over the person who's below you. But 
Or is it if you took that person off the team, they sink? And I've always That's thought this was a good debate. Like, oh, we have a late contribution. Hold on. But you know, anytime I can start. No, I just think that, like, you know, we saw when Candace Parker was absent from Chicago. They were on a losing streak. She came back, immediate impact. And I think that it's beyond stats. It's it's not only, like, things that are on paper, but it's like, yeah, exactly. And then the leadership on the court. So it's, it's beyond, you know, setting up your team. It's the leadership, too, and the presence and the confidence. So that's a good, you know, thing. That's why. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anybody's, like, debating John Quell being in the MVP conversation. Yeah. Really? Really, because we saw what happened when she went, but Brianna Jones stepped up. You, ha you had a chance to shine, but at the same time, John Quell. But, but, like, John Quell is one of the most talented players in the league, period. So, yeah. I mean, Ari, at this point, they already think that I paid Erica to plug, and now they think I paid you. I didn't pay them to say this, but I agree. And she's an OG, so she's really out there, assistant coach court playing. Like, I'm almost like your teammates be looking at you to shut up sometimes, I think, but it's all good. Um, but, yeah, intangibles come in. And so I think what is it, stats? Is it record? Is it intangibles? And I think across all leagues, these are conversations that need to be had because we see certain people get MVP, and you're like – Okay, but what is it really? All that to say, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to head to dinner. Um, but before we do, Ari, who do you think is the most likely to get banned from WNBA Twitter? Y'all not about to set me up so they can come after me. Uh, no, oh, man. Every oh. <laughs> it's, it's Jasmine. It's Jasmine. It ain't nobody but Jasmine. Real, what? She's provocative. She gets the people going. They're going to ban her. Man, she'd be like, but what was said? And I'm like, it's Jasmine. I, 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 I accept that. From WNBA Twitter, and specifically, yes. From all of Twitter. You I, think so, Erica? I think you, you formulate I things in a way that's, good. like, very, like, polished. Like, it's, yeah, you're like, let me read you real quick. In the most, But that won't get you banned, though. That won't get you banned, though. I, I still roll with the fact that I think Erica would be the one to start a whole Twitter revolution. You'd be like, what are all these amazing hashtags that have come up? Hashtag black women rock. Hashtag do not puss in. Hashtag if you don't like the WNBA, go jump over a bridge. Hashtag like, damn, Erica. Hold on. That would be Erica. I am I am still on the voting, and while and while Ari is being politically correct, Tarika is not. Michael, I agree. You the one, boo. You the one to get banned. But you the one. <laughs> all right, uh, we could do this all day, and the reason I'm cutting everybody off is because we have a literal legend waiting for us in the lobby, ready to eat dinner. She's very hungry. She's hangry. I'm going to pass it one more time. Say who you are. Say your handle. I'm Justine Brown. This has been your Volver WNBA show at Justine underscore Brown on Twitter. I'm Ari Chambers at Ari Ivory on every social media platform that you can possibly find me at. Tarika Foster-Brasby at She Know Sports, also on every social platform. Yes, and this is Erica Lindsay Ayala at elindsay08. That's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-08. Also on all social media platforms, one of your hosts of Locked on Women's Basketball. Jasmine Baker, uh, we got game two. Check me out. And that's a wrap on this show. Shout out to AKAs because I don't want them to come for me. Okay, bye. <laughs> Okay, bye. Thank you, Justine, for giving a shout-out to the AKAs. 
I also want to give a shout out. Let me see if I can find this tweet real quick. I really wasn't going to mention this, but since we talking about the AKAs, you also heard Tarika Foster Brasby saying, don't forget about them SG Rose. Okay, Tarika, but Justine wasn't talking about y'all just then. She wasn't talking about y'all just then. Just just relax. Calmate, calmate. But uh, while I have your attention, Tariq, I don't know if you're listening, but I hope you are. I want to wish you a happy, I believe it will be an early birthday. But I know you have some birthday celebrations coming up. Happy birthday, sis. We are giving you your flowers. You do it all. And we love you. So go give Tariqa Foster Brasby some love. You know, it's we're beyond tourist season, so I'm not really sure what um, sign we're at. I sound like such a tourist and such an AKA right now. But, I mean, I am who I am. I'm going to be who I be. Anyway, I want to give a shout-out to Sabria or Sabria Whitaker. And she put out a tweet on 514 yes may okay that's tourist season it's kind of close but it's still tourist season she tweeted imagine if aka sorority 1908 chapters purchased group tickets to asia wilson games across the country and made it an outing i also think the WNBA and teams should partner with sororities especially those in the d9 divine nine um distinct 1913 fitness clinic and game night equals fire emoji. Yes, queen. And so now we see that the Chicago Sky, I believe it's the Chicago Sky, is doing a Greek night, Divine Nine. Come out and join fellow Greeks and HBCU alums as we cheer on the Chicago Sky when they take on the Las Vegas Aces on September 17th. Enter code DIVINE9 to receive a discount. For questions, contact Anthony Watley. Yes, I'm going to link that tweet. If you are a member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated or any of the other Divine Nine organizations, FIA, where you at? Let's go, fam. First fam. If you are a member of any of the Divine Nine organizations, or if you just want to get your behind to an Asia Wilson game while she take on the Chicago Sky, check out them tickets right there. Um, okay, I give I've given AKA a shout out. I've given Tarika a shout out. I've given Sabria, Sabria, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, fam. I, I will work to make sure I know how you would like your name to be pronounced. Uh Whitaker, I see you doing it on Twitter. And you know what? I have plans on September 17th, but I might be able to change them. So I might have to roll through on Chicago. More on that, but also more of what you can expect coming up on Locked on Women's Basketball. Y'all, I listened to Black Gold, the audiobook by Teresa Edwards. If you don't know who Teresa Edwards is, you should pause this podcast right now. Go do a Google search or whatever you got, but Google is a partner of the WNBA. I'm just saying. Go do a search, find out about Teresa Edwards, and then get yourself ready because Auntie, aka me, who is also an aka, in case you didn't get that reference, Auntie. AKA me, AKA Eric Lindsay Ayala is going to break down and give you my reactions from listening to black gold. If you follow me on Twitter at elindsay08, 
you might have seen some of my reactions. Some of them were reactions beyond what I had anticipated. And I'll get into that coming up next week on Locked On Women's Basketball. I have some other things planned for Locked On Women's Basketball. It was a little bit, I was getting my Locked On Kraken show, which is a hockey show off of the ground. So I know I stepped away a bit and then the Olympics got a little bit crazy, but I'm back now. I have some plans. Like I said, we were scheming, plotting, planning in New York City when we had the WNBA Twitter family here. There's a lot to talk about, but next week we're going to kick it off talking about Teresa Edwards as we should. And I'm working on a special guest to join me to talk about Teresa Edwards and the audiobook Black Gold. I'm going to leave a link in the description. It's free on Audible right now. I highly recommend, especially if you enjoyed the tea surrounding USA Basketball and their selection process. Teresa Edwards has some things to say about them last two Olympics. Uh, particularly 1996, she's a Georgia girl too and had to go through it from the way she tells it to even get on that Dream Team squad. That's coming up on Locked On Women's Basketball. As always, we appreciate you listening. Please make sure you are downloading and subscribing and sharing the good word of Locked On Women's Basketball. That's how we get this show out to other people. We know the WNBA is so important. We know women's basketball is so important. And that's why we talk about the important storylines on the court, as well as the people who uplift everything that is women's basketball until next week erica Lindsay ayala aka auntie signing out betting on basketball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new locked on bets podcast hosted by your boy q and handicapping expert lee sterling get daily picks blowout specials wrong team favored picks and lee sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.